one more time, and you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, the Nardwarder Human Serviette Radio Show. And why I say one more time is when I think of one, I think of numbers. And when I think of numbers, I think of Henry 77 and Fibonacci numbers. And I think of the Welcome Back Barbecue. Here we are, another year back at the University of British Columbia, Canada. And on the Nardwarder Human Serviette Radio Show here today, we have some special guests that have just assembled here. And who are you? Thunder Ice! Who is in Thunder Ice? Please introduce yourselves. Uh, My name is Graham Zilla, and uh, I'm the producer of the band. Graham, who do you have beside you? Um, I have Miss Isis Salam. Hello, hello, hello. I am Isis. I am the lead vocalist, or the only vocalist. Welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Yay! AMS, welcome back, Barbecue. It's great to be here. So, Graham, we just had a longish interview that I did with Henry77 about Fibonacci numbers. But Fibonacci numbers are important. I shouldn't say the word long and Fibonacci. I guess it goes together like numbers and long. But there are, maybe you can tell the people you like Fibonacci numbers. You like Henry77 sort of stuff. I do. I I mean, math is uh, rules everything around us, and uh, get the money, dollar, dollar bills, y'all. It's cool that like we didn't invent math; it just existed. But we figured out how to work with it, and that kind of blows my mind. People can see you do the math tonight at 6:30. Oh, I'm not gonna really be doing any math. I might do a little physics. Is that math too? Live up on stage. They're they're related. Yeah. The Alabama Thunder Pussy. Have you heard of the Alabama Thunder Pussy? Yeah, they're really uh, sound like they're a great metal band. Yeah, I've never I've never heard of them actually. I've heard of ISIS the metal band. So it's like Alabama Thunder Pussy. And you are ISIS the metal woman. Exactly, like kind of like Xena or something. I think we need to do a collaboration with them. And they're kind of associated with Mike Patton too. You know, Mike Patton, Faith No More, and all his cool band. Yeah, he's one of my favorite artists of all time. Hang out all the you two to just hang out all the time. I feel like you have a lot in common. But you love the bad brain. <laughs> Isis loves the bad brain. Who loves the bad brains more? I love the bad brains way more. I think I think for me as as a kid growing up. No, I can't. Because Graham, I'm way younger than you. That's really unfair for you to do that. I can't name three songs. Exactly. You suck. I know the one song. What was that one song? Hey to come. Yes. No, I said Alabama Thunder Pussy. You just keep throwing things at us. Like, I, it's, like, a, it's, like, a, it's like, a, like a quiz or something. I think it's so great, though. Thunder Heist, here you are in Vancouver at the Welcome Back Barbecue. And we're live. We really are live, aren't we? This is live as it gets. Graham, what do you hear in the background right now? I hear uh, some disco-y kind of number. And then coming up the get-go. And then Natalie Portman. Shaved head. Natalie Portman shaved head. And then Thunder. Head. Hi. Heist. Thunder Heist. So you, you dig the bad brains, don't you, Isis? I do dig the bad brains, but at the same time, it's not like I'm some, like, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not you, Narbar. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not somebody with all this, this musical knowledge. I, oh, yes, you are, because you love the bad brains and you love the zombies. Yes, I like the zombies as well. Isn't that great, like a great sort of cross-section? Absolutely. I feel like this is Groundhog Day. I know. This is really weird. What attracted you to the zombies? When did you first see the zombies? They did a reunion tour recently. I've seen the zombies, actually. I've never seen them play. Why would you like the zombies and would you like Bad Brains? Because that's awesome. Like, I love the mishmash. 
I, well, I don't know. I think I like a whole bunch of music that's considered mismatch. You know, I, I, I like music in general. That's why I make it. You know. I saw that you posted something about Star Castle, the band Star Castle. Star Castle? Was it Star Castle or Crystal Castle? Star Castle. They like sampled or Jay Dilla sampled oh, them. Oh yeah, that song. Okay, so you just keep throwing things at me. I'm, I'm a. Gonna ask that guy that question. Taught me about the Star Castle. Well, you, not me. Well, you, well, yeah, on my blog because Jay Dilla is known for sampling a lot of like obscure stuff or things that we normally know a lot about. But then like his whole thing was he could sample something and you never know where it came from and so when I first found that that, that sample my, one, of my, one of my guy friends sent it to me I was really blown away because you really didn't realize like, you had to, you really had to hear it and then hear the other one to really realize that what he did you know what I, mean? I think he's actually sampled everything yeah like he has so many songs and every time I hear a new one like I hear the sample I'm like okay Dilla did it first like he always did it first he has a way of just he really does create new music from what's already there, and that's like that's I think that's what a real producer is really supposed to do. You know, Thunder Heist ever play with Jay Dilla, or do you have any associations with him at all? I, I, I my mother lived in Windsor for a while, spent a lot of time in Detroit. Um, I I was a, a friend of more of uh, Proof and like we played with Madlib in uh, Antwerp. Back in Antwerp, we did that. I have a little Detroit connection, a little Mad Lib love. Like, Matt, they, cool. all they played was still, uh, early proof battles. No, but when me and him met, it was it was an, it was an immediate big brother little sister moment. We literally met each other. Like my friend, my friend Mike was like, "Yo, this is proof." I'm like, "Whatever, dude." And he's like, "Whatever to you." And he pushed me on the floor, and then I got up and I punched him, and then we rolled around on the ground for a while, and then we got each other drinks. It was really sweet. Where was this at an American club in Detroit? It was in Detroit at um, this club that's right by the uh, the, the football stadium. There's this little club that's right around there. A lot of like a lot of um, guys from Little Brother play there a lot of times too. And you know, rest in peace, Proof. And he's really what a really fun-loving guy. And I was really glad to meet him. And I would have loved to meet Dilla before he passed away, but unfortunately, rest in peace as well. So Thunder Heist, here you are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, playing at 6:30. And Isis, you're talking all about the Proof. Now, Graham, what about you? Well. Isis was wrestling proof. What was Graham doing? Uh, I was uh, I was listening to a lot of Dilla, man. Like seriously, um, you wrestling anybody? Has any violence ever been associated with you? Yes, I wrestled Mickey Rourke. Um, that's how we I beat him, and that's how we got our song in the movie. It was, it was a thumb wrestle that Graham. It was either he put our song in his movie, or Graham was gonna come to his house with a bat with a with a with a bag full of rocks. And your dad was a wrestler. That is true. And what I find interesting research, I told you, get freak you out, man. What, what I really think is cool about your dad is is well, kind of cool, but scary in a kind of proof way. He was at the Munich Olympics of 72. Yeah. What did he tell you about that? Your dad was a wrestler for Canada in Munich. 70. Like that was some crazy stuff that went down there. It was really, uh, it was really significant, but I think he left before it happened. Like he was, he, they, they had already left uh, the Olympics, so he didn't have to actually go through it um, like in person, but yeah, obviously had a big impact on everybody. He did end up in the Alberta Hall of Fame. I guess so. Yes, he did. What's he doing in Alberta? Uh, hey, hey. I'm really mad at you. I'm sorry. I'm finding this out about your dad, who I've hung out with through Nardwar. I'm really upset, Grant. Questions? No, Isis, please come back. I realize it's hot. You're doing it. You're giving it to us right now. Again, for the people that are listening right now, you're listening to CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, Bridge Columbia, Canada, the Welcome Back Barbecue here. We're speaking here at 6.30. You're on live. This is Thunder Heist, live on the Nardwar Human Survey Radio Show. You're at the Welcome Back Barbecue at 6.30. We also have Natalie Portman's shaved head coming up. Woo! And the get-go at Welcome Back. Only UBC students involved. And tomorrow, you're going to Colorado? We are, actually. Red, uh, Red Rocks, which is apparently the most beautiful... A natural uh, 
surroundings you can have performing um, in the US of A. I'm hearing what the reverb is going to sound like playing like next to Mount. That's living the life, isn't it? UBC and then, then all the way to Denver. And then you did like Texas too, all the way to like Europe? Yeah, we went to Berlin last weekend and uh, that was a great time. It was a lot of fun. Berlin, we went, we went a couple of days earlier, so got to just hang out a bit. And the thing is, that we, it was this Bacardi show, so the whole entire hotel was just a whole bunch. The hotel was filled with all these artists, and Bacardi every night poured like like fountain water. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm still recovering. When you do events like that, do you always shout out to people that are giving you the free stuff? Because you did something for Red Bull, didn't you? Yeah, well, Red Bull's different. I have friends who work at Red Bull. Like that gig you did, the gorilla gig in Europe, oh, that, that was incredible. Was fun. That was like... Can you explain to people about that? What was happening? You guys were like in the street. We were basically uh, on an old an old uh, World War II uh, armored vehicle that they converted into a DJ setup. Um, and so basically, right after our show, we got off the stage and literally walked out and started performing for all the people that couldn't get in because they were at capacity. So we gave a free show to like all these other people. And, and I noticed like the cops came by. Yeah, that was really funny. The cops initially came by and they were like, just, you know, as long as it's, you know, as long as you don't cause any street trouble. And then like seconds later, since the cops left, it was like, I was like, stop them. Stop the cars. And you were jumping on cars. Was it this random car? I, you know what? Were those official Red Bull cars or were those actual this random Random car. I am. I want to make. I, I. I don't normally incite riots, but um, in when you're in a World War II tank, I feel it's your obligation to incite some kind of rioty activity. You did some shoutouts to Red Bull too. Oh, I saw. Yeah, at that point, I was already hopped up about six. People can see that on YouTube, and people can hear this right now on CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. What is the connections between you and Sir Mix-a-Lot, ISIS? What is the connection? What is the connections between Thunder Heist and Sir Mix-a-Lot? Uh, we make, we make, uh... Should I play with We make... Come on, there's a big connection. Oh, was it the Bahamadis? Sir Mix-a-Lot, baby got... Oh, back! Yes, now, you might have... Do you have back, Isis? No, absolutely not. Right, that's not the connection. You do not have back. Actually, it's actually opposite. I don't have a badunk-a-dunk. This is why I wrote Little Booty Girl. For, for girls like myself. However, the connection is this. Sir Mix-a-Lot was on what record label? Rap-a-Lot. No, Nasty. Dang it. Nasty Mix. Mix. Nasty Mix. Nasty Mix. You guys are on Nasty Mix too. That is eerie. How did that happen? I think uh, the guy didn't do his research. So we started a label without knowing about Sir Mix-a-Lot? Who the hell is by Nasty Mix 21st Century? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Nav. What's up? But this is real though, you really were on Nasty Mix. Tell the people about that. Um, well basically uh, our buddy Nav in Toronto like started up this label and he just wanted to get, get our stuff out there and we got all, all our friends like like producers that we were really feeling. Um, I feel like it was, the Jerkin single is like a piece of history, you know, like Canadian dance music history. I, you know what, I, I think, you know what, I've never, I've never even thought about it that way, but I, I think it, I think it could be. Yeah, man. I think it could be, man. How long did it take you to get the deal? It's like two years you waited. What sort of offers did you get? <laughs> uh, you'll never know. What sort of offers? It must have been like you waited two years. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes like... We, we didn't just wait two years. We were touring for those two years. So it wasn't like we were... We, were, we kind of did everything backwards. We got some neat offers, though. We did. We did. And actually, we were supposed to do a Mad Decent EP. I don't know if you knew about that. You probably did because you're not aware and you do a lot of research. And... Uh, basically it fell through so we we were sort of caught off guard and uh, that's why the album took longer because we thought we had this EP coming out 
and uh, it didn't happen, so all of a sudden we were late. But you ended up on the same label as Speech to Bell. Really? Speech to Bell. Yeah, she just won the prize. The Mercury Prize. It's incredible. It's great. What can you tell people about Speech to Bell on your record label? Um, I think she's uh, incredibly talented, and um, she deserves it. So that way to go, Speech to Bell. Like, you know, we should meet. Talk. Have coffee. And right now, we're live here at the AMS Welcome Back Barbecue with... Zenner Ice. Ice. Isis. And... Zilla. Grant. Um, and some noise in the background, possibly provided by the get-go who are coming before, Natalie Portman's shaved head. You breakdance, this is a breakbeat. Can you, like, throw a little bit of that in there? No, but you can. You're very good. <laughs> but can Graham breakbeat? Uh, you can breakbeat, but can you breakdance? I, I, I can't anymore because I got this stupid metal arm thing. Graham has a bionic arm. He's half man, half robot. He's kind of like Robocop. But what happened? Um, it was a snowboarding... Uh, Actually, no, I fought a bear and won. Because the guy in Two Live Crew, the Chinaman, he has that same thing. He has a hand problem. Um, so what are the similarities between Two Live Crew and Thunder Heist? We make all the girls get naked. People do pay a lot of attention to Graham, don't they? Yeah, they do. They I noticed one little comment. It said, I like Graham's t-shirt. Oh, well, that's... Maybe not that shirt, but... Well, they like a lot of things about Graham, especially his furry little face. Uh-huh. That which I keep stroking, apparently. <laughs> the first gig that you did, Thunder Heist, live here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, playing 6.30 at the Welcome Back Barbecue. We're live in an Artboard Human Survey Radio Show with Thunder Heist. You played a peer pressure party. Yes. And you were dancing on the couch with two drunk girls. Wow, this is creepy. Yes, this is true. And those two gr- drunk girls, I hope they're okay. I, I hope they're safe. Uh, and I hope they're going to school and uh, eating their vegetables. That's what I always wondered. Like, whatever happened to those two drunk girls? I think she does. Baboom! Sounds like my last date. Oh, hey, oh. Is that kind of a common expression? People go to the Thunder Heist gig and then walk out going, wonder whatever happened to those two drunk girls. Yeah, I think I think people go to Thunder Heist shows and leave going, I hope I'm not pregnant. That was in Montreal and I was put on by peer pressure. Yeah, that was our first ever gig. And you put on some good gig. Yeah, it was, you know what, it was our first ever gig and it was packed wall to wall. It was really, it was really magical. We really, really had a great time. People in Montreal love you. For instance, Lorraine Carpenter from Exclaim Magazine. Oh, Lorraine. He wrote a review of you that said, Thunder Ice took sweet dreams back from Marilyn Manson who killed it. Really? I actually kind of liked his version, but then again, our version was danceable. I like that review, though. Like, you took it back. Yeah. Yeah, like... like not slagging you for using it again, like, you right. took yeah, it back. Normally, normally, you know, I think I think that's one of those songs that, that has been kind of sampled to a certain extent, but when we did it, we weren't really thinking about it that way. I don't think we ever write anything in that, in that way. Yeah, we made it just for the live show. We didn't yeah. really plan to release it, like, to the internet, and it was suggested to us after people heard it. Now, she writes for Exclaim magazine, and you guys were on Exclaim tour. Yeah, we were on the Exclaim tour a few months ago, and it was really intense. It was really, really intense. Like a, like a, a show every day. Pretty. But you played Amigos in Saskatoon. Oh God, Amigos oh God, is the best. Saskatoon was the best. Shout out to everyone in Saskatoon. All you girls who I danced on the bar with, you guys rock. I know you guys are definitely okay. They were, they were it was like Coyote Ugly out there. Well, exactly. Like at Amigos, more bands have been sucked, chucked, and fucked than any other club. That is probably... I didn't even know that, and honestly, like, I believe it, because I never thought Saskatoon could be, like, that much fun. A Mexican restaurant in Saskatoon. We had the most fun on that tour in Sa- I did in Saskatoon. Now, what about your gig here with Girl Talk, speaking of fucking? Oh, that was, that was actually intense. really crazy. Now, I heard that you walked into the bus, and there were some crowd members fucking on your bus, and then you did a naked rap-off with them. <laughs> What happened, Isis, regarding the naked fuck-off? We, uh, we wrote a song called Sucking Fucking Banana. 
And it's, it's, it's featured in all the Amsterdam brothels. Uh, no, I, I, I can't really, I can't really legally um, admit to that. But something happened where you went back to the bus and there were some naked people that had snuck onto the bus. Our fans get, um, our fans get really excited and uh, we're pretty laid back people, so we're not like rock stars and keep you away from things. So I think they took that cue and um, got really excited and got naked and then it was interesting. I, I didn't really know what to do. I was like, guys. Hey. So you walked on the bus and then you challenged them or they challenged you to a rap off? It, I think it was a natural thing. It was kind of like, hey, you're naked. I'm here. We should totally start rapping. Actually, one, one time somebody was trying to get her to freestyle. She said, I don't freestyle. I pray, pay style. Yeah, I don't freestyle. I pay style. If you send me a check, I'll totally do it for you. Thunder Heist, everybody mentions your Pitchfork reviews. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Really? Mm. Well, what I meant was your Pitchfork reviews of your videos. Oh! <laughs> say, wasn't it great? You got such a great review by Pitchfork for your videos, but then they never mentioned it. Pitchfork actually gave your album 4.4. Oh yeah, they. Uh, oh, you didn't read that one? 4.4 out of 10. Oh. Yes. That's what I find. It's really weird. It's like Pitchfork. What happened? They put you as like best video. Yeah, I think it was probably a different reviewer. But it's weird how that happened. I think it's hard being a Canadian artist in general. There's a lot of like, it's, it, I, think they, I think they're harder on us. Than they but they are. loved your video and I love seeing all these interviews with you and reading them. We're saying, oh, Thunder Ice got a great review in Pitchfork, but they don't realize that the review is 4.4 out of 10. You got a good review for Thanks, your video. Nardwar. Thanks, Nardwar. It's great. Thanks a lot. I don't know. You know. Thanks for reminding us. I think that we might name the second album 4.4 out of 10. But I was wondering, how do you feel about that? For instance, you're on the cover of the iWeekly. Yeah. The iWeekly. Now, these are important weeklies in Toronto, aren't they? That was our uh, first full cover. So you're on the cover, and then a couple weeks later, when it's time for the review, or a couple years later, the review of your LP in iWeekly... Was good. <clears throat> but parts of Thunder Heist seem so tired, they really ought to call it a night and wobble home. <laughs> Which I can't believe. Why are they doing that? that uh, ISIS, please, this is ISIS running around. Could you describe what is ISIS doing right now with the FedEx pack? Um, Actually, more importantly, what exactly was delivered here? That is pretty bizarre. What was sent here? Uh, I'm pretty sure that this is a giant um, cigarette. Giant cigarette. That's amazing. Like, somebody demanded that. But I guess... Toblerone. Toblerone. Uh, what I was wondering about that, though, is how do you feel about that? Like, I, they put you on the cover, and then they say you don't really have a great album after. You should I wobble. More, okay? I'm sorry, guys. I need to put out way more, and I don't, and it's costing us a lot. But isn't that weird how it happens? Like, Pitchfork, they love the video, then they don't like the LP. I, they put you on the cover, and then they don't like the... Why does that happen? They're, they're critics. They're critics. Who fucking cares? Excuse my language. But really, you know? Like, what are you going to do? Like... It's at this point you gotta be you gotta take what you can get, and we're not in it because you need somebody to you know to justify it. You know, I do this even if there wasn't anybody listening to it. I, I do it because well, there is nobody listening to it. Bob, oh, I'm gonna throw something else. Uh, no, they still really are listening to CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Human Serviette Radio Show. We're live here at the McKinnis Field, the Welcome Back Barbecue, right, Graham? Blocking the sun. That's kind of I know. Good. Keep it there. It was great. It was it's my whole idea, my whole plan was to block the sun out. And we're talking to Thunderheist, who are live at 6.30. Also, we have Natalie Portman's shaved head and the get-go coming up. I have something interesting to tell you. We have a drummer. This is our first show in Vancouver with a drummer, so I think it's going to be pretty epic. Now, you put that on my head there, Isis. <laughs> the packing. 
Yeah. Packing from the mysterious FedEx box. That was almost like a celebration. And Graham, speaking of celebration, could you tell me about getting the munchies and birthday cake? Oh, oh uh, my god! Uh, How did you what? find out about that? What? Dude! <laughs> okay, that's that is freaky. That is the birthday cake. Um that's a long story. I might have to turn that into a TV movie. What happened exactly? Can you explain a bit about it, Isis? <laughs> Ram and birthday cake. Isis from Thunder Heights. You want this in a 30-second review? A little quick one, if we could. You got the munchies. Uh, basically, <laughs> I kind of walked into somebody's apartment who I had just met earlier in the day, and uh, they didn't weren't answering the door, but their door was open, and I saw this piece of cake on the kitchen counter, and I kind of went for it and shoved a big slice in my mouth and turned around, and one of the girls was staring at me like slack-jawed. And I said, it's not what it looks like. And those crumbs were shooting out. And it was like a George Costanza moment. I thought you like climbed in like through some sort of furnace or something uh, like that. It's a fire escape door. <laughs> oh, my God. And the longer story makes more sense. Uh, yeah, 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 the condensed version isn't... Like you saw some cake, you ate it, and you snuck back stoned. The, the, the short story makes me sound like a full-on burglar where it was more of an innocent kind of... Yeah, innocent me climbing up the fire escape and into your house and eating your cake. No, no, totally innocent. No, no. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I also got caught stealing cheese one time. Yeah, okay, see, Graham doesn't steal anything valuable. He only steals food. And thunder. Oh, yeah. I see what you did there. That was clever. Real clever. And you're still listening to CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada show, with Nardwarder Human Survey at the Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada show. It is kind of the Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada show, because you guys in Thunder Ice, who I'm speaking there, have been to BC quite a bit, haven't you? Yeah, we love it here. You've done your time, like you guys did some Half-Alive action. Oh yeah, that's how we started. Uh, you played the sweatshop. Our second show was at Half-Alive, like, ever. In the warehouse? Um, props to Tyler. Yeah, props to Tyler. Paul DeVroe. Yeah, man, look at you, Nardwar. Tony, Tony Dubroy, Jason, my gay husband, those guys are, you know, like They're family. family. They're family. It's like, you know, it's, you, when you start off with these people early in the game, it's like they, they stick around with you. Anybody yeah. anybody can tell you, anybody who's even, like, bigger than we are, like the Beyonce's and the Nas's and the Jay-Z's out there, it, you they, never they, you they never took a chance. They took a chance on us, you know. So you're playing today here at the McKinnis Field at 6.30 p.m. We're live here on Nardwar Mr. Radio Show, but you're coming back the 20th of November to the Biltmore, I noticed. We are? Yeah. Yeah, we are. So for people that can't get in today because it's a student event. Yeah, and that's going to be epic because it'll probably be last time for a little while. In Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. But you played the sweatshop too in, Van in Vancouver and Pub 340. What do you remember about those gigs? They, there was uh, the smell of urine and uh, there was a, a incident with um, pepper spray where... Oh, dude, that was messed up. So, like, and then, oh, no, Graham, okay. I can tell Wait, the story. Tell yeah. the story? Where was this? Where was this? This was at uh, Pub 340. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. Basically, that show was epic over epic. And, uh, Very dangerous. So, I, I crowd surfed, and I cut my hand open, and I bled, like, all over my hand, and I couldn't find, like, anything to wipe it off, so I just kept DJing, and I was bleeding on my laptop and the turntables. And later on... I, when I crowd, and when I crowd surfed, what happened was they, they took me on face forward into the crowd, and when they put me back towards it to drop me back on stage, I was still face forward. So I, 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 was, I was going to land on my head. But this guy pizzas me around, like, literally pizza flips me around, and I land right on my feet, and it was... Magical. It was magical. Also, this, the visuals guy, whose name is uh, Merrick, um, basically... 
thought he was operating a flashlight at the end of the night, but it was a pepper spray can and he sprayed himself in the face and passed out face down and killed the party. Like that was the end. I've never seen such a great ending yeah, to a party. It was, it was after our set, which I'm glad, but like, yeah, Graham is bleeding on his computer. I'm, I'm all like annihilated from like way too much scotch. And then all of a sudden this pepper spray goes off and like we're all running towards the door and it's like- he Pepper sprayed himself in yeah, the face. Yeah. Yeah. He thought it was a flashlight. What happened then? Did you help him get to the hospital or you just bolt? I left. I went to, I went to an after like, party. He was like cartoon style, like starfish on his like face down. It was amazing. It Not was amazing. Amazing, but kind of kind of funny. No, Paul DeVroe, he was kind of part of Half Alive at one point. Oh, I think they did parties like he did, he did parties with Jason and um, but like he just got really busy with Matt Decent and actually he's, he's living in LA now. Something could, like totally crossed out now. Oh yeah, yeah, like that's totally crossed out. Actually, not that many people know that. So props to you for uh, being on the inside, which that's obviously you are because you know the cake story and I don't know how you that's know. Totally that. crossed out. I've never told nobody the cake story. I like I took that one to my grave. I don't know, dude. I don't, I, I don't know how he did it. The cake story I had nothing to do with me, man. Totally crossed out is actually really awesome. Like I think they're gonna do they big. Dress things. up as frogs. They wear frog ha ha helmets. I was gonna say mask, but it's like all around, so that's a helmet. Really? A mask is we frontal. Do. We need Graham. We need more helmets. How do you feel about Guar? Um, I wouldn't mind as long as we yeah. get to shoot out blood. Okay, cool. But does that have to be like animal blood or like human blood? Oh, it could be human blood. Yeah. Yeah. As long yeah. as you know, every now and then switch it up. Yeah. Or or. Fake blood. <laughs> I see what you did there. Thunder Ice, winding up here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, you played Harbour Front Centre. We did. And that, with uh, Crystal Castle. We did. Now that seems kind of interesting because you love going into the audience like Alice from Crystal Castle. Alice is nothing like me. But you're smiling a bit more going into the audience, aren't you? It must be kind of a... Like me. That's what I mean. It must be kind of an interesting show, Crystal Castles and Thunder Ice together. How did that go? Alice is nothing like me. What can you tell about Crystal Castles and their story with the band Vega? Uh, I haven't heard that story. Where Vega mistakenly took one of their pedals or something like that? Oh, and what did she do? Throw a temper tantrum? Well, there was some hardcore stuff. I think it all got resolved in the end, but I was just wondering, Crystal Castles, Thunder Heights, Harborview Center. What was that like? It was a great show for us. We had a lot of fun. Um, we had this one crazy fan who jumped up on stage halfway through and was like totally clotheslined off. But you know, it was it was you know it was, it was a good show. We, like our local shows are always fun. I just think it's really important to respect people who are working and like your fans. It's very important to respect them because you know you're you're not here just because you're, you're good looks. You're How about for something like today, Welcome Back Barbecue, where maybe some of your fans can come again. It can check you on November 20th at the Biltmore. How do you respect the fans here today that maybe aren't here to see you? Unfortunately, I mean, you go wild. I'll respect the ones that get fake UBC IDs made just to come to the show. Yeah, we respect those guys. People who are dedicated. No, but I mean, we respect both. But like, you know, like if you make that effort, like well, if you're listening right now, there's still time, isn't there? There is still time. We're live at six thirty. You can get your fake ID in twenty minutes. We're live here with Thunder Heist at the McKinnis Field at the AMS Welcome Back Barbecue in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Broadcasting live on CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Coming up is the get-go, then Natalie Portman's shaved head, which is kind of like a Perez fest, isn't it? Yeah, they were, the Natalie, Natalie Portman's shaved head, they're amazing. They're really cool guys, really cool, like, kids, and, oh my god, look who it is! Please identify, who are you talking to right there? It's Tyler! We were just talking about you. Half alive in the house. Right there. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, what, what? What, what? In the butt. 
Yeah, anyway, Natalie Portman, Shaved Head, amazing kids. They're, they play amazing music. They play with the Perez Hilton party. And it's very, like, you know, every now and then you get, like, a really great band that opens for you. Like, a really great band. And they definitely are, are that band for me. They're really good. They're really fun kids, and I like them. We, uh, they, have a, they have a common uh, friend in uh, That Go, the people that made our Jerky video. They also made Natalie Portman's Shaved Head's video in the same session. Uh, so... That's pretty cool that they shot two videos for the price of one, and you end up on the Perez Fest, and you end up here at UBC. Yeah, man, it's a lot of you know, it's like six degrees all the time. All the time. That's what it is when you're an artist. The last AMS barbecue that I remember was Katie Lang and the Kingsmen. Wow, that is Louis Louis guys and Katie Lang. What is the closest you've got to Katie Lang or the Kingsmen? Uh, I eat KD. Uh, your cake. Craft dinner with my cake. Isis. She just saw a B. Isis and Graham. Zilla. From? Uh, Toronto, Ontario. So coming up right now, we're going to have the get-go, who I think are live on stage right now, Natalie Portman's Shaved Head at 5.30 and Thunder Ice at 6.30. Yes. And we're going to cut to your song, Bubblegum. What did the people want to know about the song, Bubblegum, Thunder Ice? When will we ever play it again? Because we don't. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We're going to play it now. Yeah, good. So will people enjoy hearing? I kind of like it. Bubblegum, zombies, you know, 60s rock. Bubblegum, bubblegum music. Hey, hey, <laughs> that's the kind of enthusiasm she has when we do that one. No, it's not true. Thunder Heist, anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Um, if you're going to bootleg the album, please at least come to the show. Or buy a t-shirt. Yeah. Why should people care about Thunder Heist? Why should people care? Because we care about you. Well, thanks so much, Thunder Heist. Keep on rocking in a free world and do do the loot do. <laughs> if this for the people that maybe didn't hear that, and I hope we're not cutting to the song right now, please, Dem, what was Isis doing there? She was not ob obeying. Let's do it a bit louder. A bit louder. Do do the loot do. I can't get it. No, you can't get it. Ah, dude, dude. Well, thank you again, and here's some good old Thunder Heist on live 6:30 tonight. AMS, welcome back, barbecue with bubble gum. Hit it, Scotty! Ow, ow.